0: Well, hey, I'm Todd, and I want to welcome you to another reading of the Bible. We are going to finish Acts chapter 14, and we have been following Paul and Barnabas, and they are going to finish their missionary journey today, too. And so, as they went on this journey, reminder they started in Antioch of Syria and they were sent. So, the people there gave them prayers and resources, then they sailed to Cyprus, then they sailed north into modern day Turkey through what the Bible calls an area called Galatia, and they preached all through the process. And reminder, when they started, they were close to Jerusalem, so lots of Jews. So they would go to the Jewish synagogues and they would teach, and it was easier to teach. Think about teaching somebody who already knows who God is. They already know that God loves them. They already know that they're connected with God and that God wants certain things for their life. They just need to know that the Messiah was Jesus. Okay, so that's, one, that's an easier uh, teaching point to a Jew than it is to someone who's a non-Jew. And as they traveled on their journey and got further and further away, they met less and less Jews and more and more what we call Gentiles. And those Gentiles, they were polytheistic. They believed in many gods. They did not know the one true God, and they didn't necessarily believe that God loved them. In many cases, those religions or the... the uh, the theology of those areas was that God was out to get them. So Paul and Barnabas had to teach a completely new thing to these people. And I'm getting at that this was really hard work. This was not an easy process. They were on boats. They were in dungeons. They were uh, almost killed. Paul was practically murdered for all intensive purposes. So when you think about the hardship and the pain that they've been through— It's an amazing journey that they've been on. And so it says this in verse 26, Finally, they returned by ship to Antioch of Syria, where their journey had begun. The believers there had entrusted them to the grace of God to do the work that they now had completed. Upon arriving in Antioch, they called the church together and reported everything God had done through them and how he had opened the door of faith to the Gentiles too. And they stayed there with the believers for a long time. And so there's two things I want to talk about here. Number one, if you are in, on any kind of missionary journey, if you've been sent in any way, if you're a, a pastor who's been supported by people to do ministry, if you are a, um, a student who's gone on a mission trip, if you are a young person and you were sent away to camp for the, the summer to learn about who God was, then what you should do when you get back is report back what you have learned. Specifically, I started this podcast for my small group, and I think about that moment when you get in the car with your parents and they say to you, what did you learn tonight? Don't just say nothing or "Uh, whatever. Tell them what you learned. Actually report back because they want to know what you're learning. They want to be blessed by your uh, learning as well. And just think about how you can share your faith with the people around you who are close to you. The second thing is, when they returned back, they spent a long time in Antioch. Why? Well, that was a tough journey. And when we are ministering, it's good to take times of refreshing. Sometimes those rhythms are just Sunday and then the rest of the week, Sunday and the rest of the week. They're weekly. Sometimes they're more monthly. Sometimes they're yearly. This one was a long time. I have to envision they took a, a year from not traveling. And while they were there, I'm sure they preached and they ministered and they did other things, but they weren't probably getting almost killed every day. And they weren't having to teach people who knew nothing about God. And so this was a time of refreshing. Even Jesus took times of refreshing with his disciples uh, where he would go off and even by himself where he could spend time away from the crowds. And so lastly, I want to wrap up with today is Saturday and tomorrow is um, Mother's Day where I am. And Mother's Day is, it's a hallmark holiday. It's not in the Bible. There's nowhere in the Bible where it says, that we're supposed to have a day a year where we honor mom. We should really honor mom all the time because the Bible says, honor your father and mother. But we do take time to honor your mother. And as we're thinking about this passage of coming back uh, to where we came from and the people who sent us and reporting back what's going on in their life, I want to challenge you this Mother's Day to spend time just talking to your mom about what's going on in your faith Share with her what you're learning about God. Share with her the things that you're growing so that she can be encouraged by those things too, and she can share them and, and, and take from them, just like the people of Antioch did with Paul and Barnabas. And if your mother is not in your life for whatever reason, that's okay too. Uh, you are loved, and you can share the things that you would have shared with her with someone in your life who is important to you. So let's pray. God, thank you so much for Paul and Barnabas, because I am a Gentile, and the message never would have reached me if it weren't for these guys. I thank you that they took the time to go and to share the gospel. I thank you for the people who stayed, the elders in those towns who raised up and raised churches that could ultimately become the messengers of the gospel to people like me on the far reaches of the world. God, I pray that we would still be believers who are constantly seeking to go on missionary journeys, and then taking pauses and refreshing times in between. God, we thank you for our mothers, and we pray an ultimate blessing on their lives. We love you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.